0: The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the Roaring Peacock Youth Podcast, we are back. Uh, thank you for Donny for stepping in last week in his caretaker role, but I'm back as a full time manager. A little bit like uh, what's his fa- what's his face down at Pompey, Kenny Jackett. He's had a little time off recently to have a mole removed, and now he's back in charge of Pompey. And as a, as a native of Pompey, they hate him. So uh, I'm glad that he's back and ruining their season. Anyway, I am Ross. Uh, with me as ever is Rob. Good evening. And our new regular, Matty, is back. He's wormed his way straight in there, and he's a new regular on this pod, so Welcome, mate. Hi, everybody. How you doing, mate?
0: All right, mate. Ooh.
1: Yeah, not bad. Had a good week. Good. Uh, just before we get going with the usual stuff, we're going to pre- uh, preview no, review the Norwich game. We're going to preview the uh, Crystal Palace game and we're going to look at the spotlight of the player this week it's going to be Stuart McKinstry I just want to say a quick thank you to uh, Cookie who has kind of helped get this podcast off the ground and uh, put a lot of time and effort into the uh, the player previews and that sort of stuff we've done the player spotlight so uh, yeah thanks for the, all the work Cookie hopefully we'll get you back in there at some point in the future but enjoy your time away from podcasting and the stress that brings you anyway boys right Norwich that was a fun game with red cards and goals all over the place wasn't it
0: crazy I think we we we're going to end up talking a lot about the ref uh, Mm.
2: and that's probably exactly what he would have wanted
0: he he will absolutely love that if he stumbles across this podcast and sees us (laughs) chatting about him he will absolutely love that because from minute one it seemed he just wanted it all about himself
2: yeah he was
1: big time
0: I mean was he you not know, bored?
2: The first 30 minutes of the game was so was so kind of dire anyway. I think it was uncharacteristic, wasn't it? I think the, the, it got didn't get started till 31 minutes on the clock, so the ref mm. probably thought, you know what, second half, spicy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know
2: there's about 7,000 Leeds fans on Twitter, another 6,000 on YouTube. We just uh, make, make it a bit spicy for everyone.
0: It was mental. I mean, that, the Kenner red card is honestly one of the worst red card decisions I've seen in my life. Can, oh, they, oh, can too, they appeal and South get them
1: rescinded and stuff, or is that oh, yeah. now?
0: Uh, I actually spoke to Noan after the game, yeah. and he doesn't miss the Crystal Palace game right. because he classes as under eighteen. The like obviously he was never going to be involved in the under 18s game, which was on the Saturday against Everton. But right. Because he classes as under eighteen, they can put that down as the game he misses <laughs> through suspension. Nah, so he's ask. back. To, he's back to playing. Okay, his for palace. thinking, isn't it? In <laughs> no, the under 23s and under such a little, a nice little get out. That is great. I was, I was laughing when I found that out. But yeah, yeah. that's good, that's obviously. Brilliant.
2: So he was suspended for the Everton game, which took place 17 <laughs> hours later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, he was never going to play, was no. he? But that is funny. But yeah, he's back, he should be involved against Palace.
2: Oh, lovely. Yeah, he's, he's
1: a very good player. Just such a young player. Yeah, yeah. Vital. I can see him making that path into the first team, much like Calvin did, uh, especially in Calvin's role now. But yeah, Max Dean opened the scoring for us. Another goal for the young man after the spotlight last week. It seems to be happening. The more we spotlight these players, the more they uh, turn up the next week.
0: Yeah, prove us right, don't they? If, yeah. Obviously, we had a lot of good to say about Dean, so yeah. Made McKinsey's us look like we know what we're going to
1: have a next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look out, Palace. He's coming for you. But yeah, Max Dean is some player for the age he is and what he can do. He is, uh, I mean, he's already so good that how good can he be? You mentioned last week, he's, there's kind of no limits to what he can do. And, yeah, another great goal uh, set up by Cody Grammer as well. So good to see him getting an assist as well.
2: The finishing on the offside goal, another one that was, that was also outstanding. Yeah. That, that yeah. would have been a goal of the season contender. Quite a few of our goals are in the under 23s, as it happens. But yeah. um, the sharp finishing for the actual goal aside, because it was sharp finishing for the actual one that counted, but the offside one was that would have been chef's kiss, that wouldn't it? That was that as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, some of the players, I mean, Norwich had Marco Stiepelman playing, who's played at the very highest level for Dortmund and maybe been capped by Germany but he was just a complete non-factor in that game which yeah. is just credit to Leeds isn't it really
0: he had, we... the, he had a good battle with Kenner and Cresswell because he, he was playing sort of number 10 when he, mm. uh, up against Cresswell a bit of the time and then after the first half I don't think he fancied it against against <laughs> Cresswell to be honest um, and then just kind of started dropping off and had a good battle with Kenner obviously until he was sent off um, but yeah we kept him quiet because like you say, Ross, a very talented player, uh, been a good player, been a top championship player for Norwich, played in yeah. the Premier League. Uh yeah, good player and kept him quiet.
1: Yeah, how good was Creswell, Rob? He was like, outstanding, wasn't
2: he? Yeah, another absolutely solid game for all the right reasons that we spoke about before, is his ability to read and understand what needs to be done in holding that line, but also you can see the um the IQ, the footballing brain, ticking. As he's playing, um, not that he's easy yeah. to read, but I mean you can see that he's he's understanding what passage of play and what transition from midfield to a threat as it comes forward towards him, mm. where he needs to position himself and and what he needs to do about that, which is what you want in a in a quality defender. Um, mm. I really like the the IQ intelligence side of a lot of these young chaps. Um, and we spoke about it many times on this podcast, um, that they are or seem to be and the league league position reflects it, leagues above not only in terms of talent and and football and ability, but also in that maturity aspect as well. We've got, you know, kids playing for the 18s, we've got 18s playing for the 23s and we've got 23s playing or on the bench for the first 11s, everyone's that next level above mm. and we have spoken, and Matty spoke about it a lot during his uh, his first time with us last, last few weeks about um, it's important we don't rush these people but when they're clearly already at that level above, why yeah. not have Max yeah. Dean in the 23s He's scoring for fun, why not have some of the under 16s in the 18s because they, they can manage that next level up and, and as it showed I think against Southampton, we uh, this is from at Lufc data. I think this uh, information came from six players aged younger than 21. So it was Melier, Casey, Cresswell, Jenkins, Huggins, and Gellhart were in a Premier League squad uh, for the first time uh, since 1999 against Arsenal. Which it was Robinson, Woodgate, Smith, Jones, McPhail, and Kewell. So six bunch, six players under the age of 21 in the in the in the squad against Southampton just shows that the the the, the quality that's coming through.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. There's there's some players there. Uh, mate, someone went through all your um, player ratings for the season, didn't they? Yeah,
0: yeah. That and was um, that was really interesting.
1: Yeah, so there's players like Creswell that haven't scored as high as you would think, but that, is that because you kind of set them at a higher standard than um, kind of how you, how you score them? Like it would yeah, take something ex- extraordinary for them to get like a, a nine or a ten.
0: I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, and obviously, Creswell's been one of them players that's played almost every week, so the the ratings are sort of leveled out. Um yeah. whereas Somerville I think was number one. Mm. He's played only a handful of games. So maybe some of those ratings will drop over the uh, over the next few weeks because like you say the they set the bar so heights. Yeah. If they have a slight dip and that's not a it's not a criticism of them really. Like no, not so Creswell was getting nine and ten uh, eights and nines at the start of the season so when someone sets the bar that high, it's obviously difficult. And when I'm uh, reviewing it, maybe I'm a little bit harsher on those players. But, uh, yeah, like you said, just set the bar high. And I think that's all it was down to. It was a really interesting uh, list. That I think it was, I think his name was Jack that, that did yeah, it. So, Jack yeah, Jack Kelly, FC
1: 1919 years. Yeah, give him yeah, a follow He did some Jack. good work. It
0: was very interesting. Yeah, I mean, you can yeah, get I a the YP for
1: the those player ratings. I mean, think then about tens easily. You get a job on the YEP for those uh, player ratings. Oh. Give out, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, some of got 8.4 uh, over the course of the season. Gerhard's right out there as well, but that's that's. I mean, that's fair. He's been an outstanding player this season, and Cody Drummer as well make up the top three. I mean, you're, yeah. you're pretty spot on with your ratings, I think, over the course of the season.
0: I think that would have been if you said to me like before, who whose average is who's the top three on average. I'd probably a guess those three hmm. I am a bit surprised Creswell was Creswell 5th I
1: think um, right Creswell was ninth, actually Ninth. Wow. yeah
0: oh yeah I've had Cres- I've no idea how crazy slipped, slipped he's, un- he's
1: just below Kenner and McKinstry uh, Greenwood right. Casey Roberts Roberts is a bit unfair I suppose oh it's
0: Greenwood keep yeah <laughs> Forgotten. almost <laughs> forgotten about him already it sounds a bit brutal yeah bit obviously being injured and uh but McKinstry, the man we're talking about,
1: has kind of been the man that stepped in in that role and been playing really well. So, Yeah, we'll move on to uh, Stuart McKinstry in a second. But yeah, just finishing off that Norwich game then. So uh, we got a late, late, late 97th minute, wasn't it? I think that was after two uh, Norwich red cards as well, just to give the ref a, a little bit more screen time, I suppose. <laughs> just handing out cards all over the place, I think.
2: Like sweets, like toffees, he... <laughs> Soft uh, is the word I would use for that, uh, <laughs> especially the Kenner red card. The two yellows. I mean, uh, you, 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 the letter of the law. He'd probably, if, if we have him on as a guest, he'd probably argue he's following the rules. But yeah, it was, is a little bit out of his, uh, not out of his depth, but it, it got the game management. He, he, he wasn't able to read it. I don't think some of those challenges were yellow card worthy that made was lying for himself. Yeah he set a standard didn't he of almost this is what I must do to continue this now and be be consistent rather be correct yeah yeah. yeah.
1: you get those refs sometimes and unfortunately it was this game but i out on top (laughs) anyway we won Uh, that leaves us what does that leave us 10 points clear at the top of Stoke Um, Wolves got two games in hand so it could be nine points if they win both of those but yeah 10 points clear with um, the games remaining to play are dwindling so it's looking good isn't it five wins well six or seven wins on the bounce now Stoke are the, the only challenge, is really, but it will take a monumental collapse, a Leeds esque collapse, to uh, not win this league.
2: Yeah. When's Easter weekend? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: let's we're notorious for holding on Easter, aren't we? So. <laughs> let's get the, let's get the season wrapped up before then, lads. If you listening. yeah,
1: please, We Wigan got another twenty three team in our league. <laughs> <Apparently> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Thank Christ. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk uh, this week. Then, um, thanks to the people on Twitter that have voted for the Interpol. it's going to be Stuart McKinstry. a mm. um, uh, Summer signing from
0: mother Wolf? last year yeah, two two years ago yeah uh, so yeah i just got got some uh stats about him uh obviously a lot of votes on the poll so thank you all for voting um and now uh, this is who they voted for Stuart so 18 years old uh scottish uh winger or an attacking midfielder and if he plays in midfield he's usually like the eight or the ten yeah and he signed to the under 18s uh in 2018 from his boyhood club Mullower. Uh Transfer market records that fee at £225,000, I think, if I've, I think I've read that rightly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, he signed a new deal just last August 2020 uh, that sees him now at Leeds until 2023. So they put the faith in him, they've given him a contract.
1: Yeah, it's exciting player to watch. Uh so yeah I, like, I always like to check out who their agency is. And he is with um who is it Case CAA Base Limited, who have got players on their books like Son, uh Hyong Min, Raphael Varane, James Madison, Carl Walker, Deli Ali, but also a lot of league connections. Chris Woods, um who else have they got there? Ronaldo Vieira, Danny Rose. So kind of following a, a pretty well worn well-worn path, Alex Mowat's on those books as well. So kind of they know the club, but also all those players that are on the, those books don't play for Leeds anymore. They've got their moves uh, at some other point, so it could be something to look out for in the future, but yeah, he's got, got himself a big-time agent. Um, Rob, what do you make to him so far this season and and last season, I suppose?
2: I think his contribution has been fantastic. Um, when he's been able to get game time and minutes, it's been, it's been to an, an excellent standard. He links up well with anyone he plays on that right-hand side with um, and his contribution can't be faltered. I think he's... Um, He's young still, so he's got that benefit. I, I think if he was slightly older, um, I'd probably actually be a bit concerned about his future. Maybe yeah. he might be one of those that we were speaking about about having to go out on loan just purely for the amount of competition we've got on the right hand side at the minute. You what eighteen? He's, he's eighteen, yeah. Two. So we, we've we've got a lot of first team players and other youth players as well that are kind of you know like your pervaders, for example, that are up there that can switch. Yeah. And there's people that can play where he plays. Um, so, yeah, that that's by the by because he is only 18. So I think if he was 21 to 22, 23, you might be talking, is he going to get a sniff? As he's only 18, I can see this guy sticking around and having a future with us. I think um, loaning him out at this stage is not going to be beneficial. So I'd like to see him continue his development with us. Like I've spoke about quite a few of our players, I think with the way we go in and to get him blooded against some Better quality opposition in the um, division up. Ho- hopefully, all yeah. been well. If we get promoted, like you say, it'll take a monumental collapse for us not to get promoted. So, to test his metal down that right hand side against some bigger boys uh, would be good to see next year. Yeah. Uh, but he is he's an exciting player. Uh, exciting development.
0: Yeah, definitely. How's he been? Where have you on? see his best position, Rob?
2: For me, from what I've seen of him, right mid. Um, yeah. but, but not as far forward as I think he maybe liked to play or has been played. Um, more of a, a, a central midfielder towards the right hand side, like a centre right mid for, mid for me. But um, he can play right wing, attacking right mid, and attack. He's played attacking left wing, I think as well, hasn't he? When he's out yeah, to switch, yeah. you know, and do that. But for me, I don't, I don't see him. Well, I mean, in general, I think the delivery for for in the in the last game, uh, the conditions were brilliant, but the delivery was poor all round. I thought set piece delivery. I thought crossing was a bit poorer than it has been in previous weeks. But I think whilst we've got a lot of pace, we've got a lot of flair, we've got a lot of passing, a lot of movement. I think crossing ability is something that we lack uh, really at that age. But they're eighteen, so they've not really found all of their skills and assets in the cupboards yet, have they? So when they when they dig those out, it might some of them might have better crossing feet but no I think for me right mid
1: even in the first team crossing is yeah, an issue yeah it's, not. <laughs> it, it's a skill you have to work on and work on I suppose So yeah. yeah, even a proper first team winger struggle with crossing a, a lot what about,
2: time. what about you mate what do you think because I, I, oh, like yeah. I feel like you it led me down a path for that one no, no not at all.
0: if you see him as a right midfielder that's fine I, I think I prefer him as a number 10 I'm not as a winger I, I'm not sure if he's just got that burst of pace that you know, like Somerville has or yeah. Veda has. I I think I prefer him as a number ten. Uh, more more central threading passes through rather than whipping him in from wide. Although he takes he takes the set pieces for the twenty threes, the corners and the free kicks. And I think his delivery is actually very good. Uh, yeah, they they um from dead balls anyway. His, his delivery is good. Um, he, he played in the ten against
1: um, Reading, was it? I think he scored twice.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: so he's
1: cool. he's
2: got a couple of goals and assists and his contribution to the attacking effort is not faulted I think that's you know he's he's got that potential in his he's got that weapon in his arsenal. Mm. Um I think we differ slightly on the dead ball situation. I, I don't think we've got someone in the under-23s really who you can say can ping a crossing every time. But um, like you say, most of these lads are that versatile. They're having to play multiple positions week to week, centre mid, right mid, number 10, dropping in at, at, at you know, left wing or right wing, which if you're not ambidextrous with your feet can be quite an issue. So yeah, I think versatility is a preference over specific skill attributes at the minute with this squad.
0: I think when he arrived in in the under 18s I think he was more of a left winger, yeah, like, like an out and out winger. Um, and I think I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Matt Jackson, I don't know if it's Bielsa, but I seem to think they they fancy him more now as a as a midfielder. Yeah, uh, he's played as an eight or a ten recently. And I, yeah, I think I prefer him as as the ten. He don't quite have the energy as Greenwood uh, or Jenkins, somebody like that to play number eight. But he's certainly got the quality on the ball to to yeah. score goals, to get assists. Two two goals, three assists, incidentally, in thirteen PL two appearances this year. And then he's also played in two EFL played in the two EFL, EFL Trophy games, and uh, he's also played one game in the 18s this season. I'm not sure why why that will have been just hmm. minutes, or maybe he was injured. I'm not coming back from an injury. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, for an
2: 18-year-old, you're thinking, yeah. you know, he's he's mixing with again. He's one of those that's showing that quality to be the level above than age-wise. Age yeah, yeah. not, not only mixing it with the physicality, I like I like with McInstry. I like his doggedness. I know that that is an attribute that a lot of the under 23s mm-hmm. have got, but um, he seems tenacious. I think is the right word. He, he wants it, which is really good to see when they get on the ball. Them both of the mooks, Mc, the McCarron mckinstry connection. It was good to see that high level intensity in their work. Ethic. I think in the game is really pleasing. Yeah, something definitely. that's
0: got better. I think with him, seems uh, obviously. I'm judging him when I first saw him play. I think he was. He must have only been fifteen, sixteen. So yeah, he's he's got stronger. He's got bigger. Uh, seems to seems to like a tackle a little bit more than than he did at first. Um, but yeah, for me, for me, I think number ten. But yeah. Obviously, Rob, if you fancy him on right on right midfield, then yeah, I don't know. It was time will tell. I think yeah, time will tell. Of
2: course, with all of them, they I don't think there's a feature of this squad where they're going to have a set position, except no. if you go goal, goalkeeper. <laughs> but I think most of them are going to have to be versatile, aren't they? So he'll yeah. settle into that rhythm, or yeah, yeah. they can, they can be converted, can't they? You know, I think he's shown already, and we've just spoke about four positions there that he's played that we've seen him in yeah. left wing, left wing, right wing, right mid, and number ten. And yeah. he's he, you wouldn't you wouldn't upset if he was in your starting 11 under 23s in any of those roles would you really
0: yeah <laughs> there was yeah. one game in the there's one game this season the Sunderland game when uh when Drama got sent off uh yeah it, it's McKinstry played in four positions in that one game <laughs> it was like it was like left wing back left wing right midfield and right back <laughs> but yes yeah, ended up at right back when when Drama got sent off like the last two minutes and it made it four
1: positions in 90 minutes I <laughs> That is yeah i really think going ahead. back
2: to that actually discussion i think the number 10 argument or conversation is worth having because that might be a quicker path for him through for development if if he's i don't know how he's feeling about it obviously because like I say down that right hand side he's got competition um mm-hmm. uh, i know he's younger than some of the others but you've got a list of people from raf you know, you've got Costa, you've got Somerville, you've got Paveda, you've got um, Harrison, if you switching, got Costa, you've got yeah. a few of them that can play both sides and I think there's, he's, he's a way, way down the queue but yeah. um, he's 18 years old so let's not rush these lads through and, um if by some chance he does listen to this, his contribution so far has been outstanding. So yeah, just keep on that development path and he'll find his way up there with the big boys at some point.
1: Yeah, he played number eight against Norwich. Transfer yeah. of down as a defensive midfielder in that game. So <laughs> he's got versatility, <laughs> which is what we also love. So yeah, the best time to prove it is when you're playing for the under-23s. Uh, let's move on then. This Monday, one o'clock on YouTube and all other places that these games are... Uh, broadcast we are playing Crystal Palace under 23s so we played them back in November with a finish with a 4-1 victory um, goals from Joe Gohart from the penalty spot and own goal um, Joe Gohart again and Max Dean on the score sheets um, Palace uh, they're not a bad level are they I think they're about third or fourth in the table so they're, they're, they're pretty good but again it should be a game that we handle comfortably we're 17 points better than them this season so far
0: yeah, fourth fourth in the league. Um, lost the last game against Wolves. I'm just re- just reading here, um, but yeah, we, we kind of battered them in the last game. Ran mm. away with it in the second half, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah, three
1: goals in the second half. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they're actually they're a strong side. I think they put quite a lot of. Um, I think I think they're quite big on their academy. We we spoke we mentioned it the week when they only had. Uh, when the yeah, people six,
2: missing six, off the six. bench, didn't they? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And I th- so I think that's just to keep the academy together and, and obviously focus on the 23s rather than pushing those lads through, which is obviously up to them. It's not how it's not how we've we've done it. We've kept the 23s integrated with the first team, so we can have them on the bench. Um, but yeah, sense. if they if they uh, if they're sticking together and training together every single day, just just as a 23s team, you can expect them to be strong and and organised and. Have a bit more of a set team than maybe we do, Um mm. but yeah, it should be it should be a tough game. They've got some they've got some talented players. I remember from the from the reverse fixture. Some good
1: players. Look at some of the players that have played for their twenty threes <laughs> this season. Gary Cahill's played for their twenty threes. I imagine.
2: <laughs> I remember that that went all over Twitter, <laughs> didn't it? Cahill in the other twenty threes.
1: God, imagine how slow he must have looked against kids. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: It's all right. We'll drop Pablo down and they can have a go. <laughs> the
1: battle of the old men and the other 20-3s. <coughs> uh, predictions then, guys. How do you think we're going to do? I'm
0: going to go same as
1: a reverse fixture, 4-1. Yeah, 4-1 again. Okay.
0: Rob, how ambitious is that? I'm going
2: 2-1. 2-1? Win. 2-1 win,
1: please. 2-1 win. Uh, I'll go between you both. 3-0. I think we'll keep a clean sheet and we'll comfortably beat them, really. I can't see... Cause us any problems? I can't see any of these teams causing us any problems. It's just kind of a, a wait to get out of this division now. I think mm-hmm. for us and really test ourselves next year in that higher division against the the proper big academies, which is exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Even if we won't win as much, it's just more exciting to see them playing against better players. I guess. Yeah,
0: it will be good. It'd be, it'd be great for the club it, uh, just to have those academy lads take another step up and test mm-hmm. themselves, and it'll be another way to attract. More players to twenty threes and we see players like Somerville that have even dropped down from first team football in, in their country to, to come and play yeah. twenty three football over here, I think could be a could be a massive, massive step for the club and another another step forward, obviously.
2: It's that multi channel approach. There's like a myriad of positives for joining us because you've got the uh, obsession of the fans where we'll watch an under, under nines game on Wednesday at 7 a.m. if we could, and we'd have about 8,000 people on YouTube watching it. So it, it's, it's, they've got more exposure. Let's face it, they have because we're, we're balmy and silly, but they've got a, a massive fan base, a massive following. Uh, they have exposure. I think when fans are allowed back, I think anyway, I think we mentioned it last week or the week before, under 23s tickets are going to fly out. I think people mm. will, there'll be a real big clambering for people to go and watch this football yeah. um, because of the style, the brand, the ability, the way that Jackson's coaching them, everything I think everyone likes is a good feeling about it. And you never, you never know, you get to see some first teamers from either our academy or these other academies yeah. in the step up. Yeah. So I think all around everything positive. I, I agree with you boys. I think we'll sign some a couple more youth players in um, which will keep our established youth players on their toes and um, yeah I, I think that step up next season is going to be really interesting to see yeah can't wait for it just seems like I'm just wasting time now just let us pay those boys now <laughs> we've got to get the <laughs> job done
1: first yeah matter
0: of not being complacent I think and I don't think the standards like Bielsa and Jacko set I don't think they'll be, oh, in, yeah, uh, they'll be pushed I don't think a week, that'll probably. be an issue
2: yeah. to the very last game I can see us, uh, you know trying to play the same way and try and go out and steamroll teams with yeah. the right brand of football and yeah. do it in the right way um, same to, as the first to, team to last to season last, wasn't it? yeah
0: I mean they're on this run now of nine nine wins in a row that's nine, that's enough incentive to just go and keep winning just see if you can win every single game like why would you, once you get that winning feeling you never you never want to lose obviously so mm. yeah tomorrow if they can uh, sorry not tomorrow Monday if they can make it um 10 wins in a row, So that's quite a milestone, 10 games.
1: That'd be winning. massive, yeah.
0: And, uh, I think, is there, is there seven games left after that? Is there eight games left now and then? So um, if they can go 17 games in a row. Seven
1: games left, so just the six left after this. Six left. Yeah.
0: So they could finish on 17 wins in a row, is it? Yeah. It'd be It'd be some
2: achievement that. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: When did we last lose? Who did we last lose to?
0: Newcastle. Oh,
1: yeah. Newcastle. yeah. God, so yeah. yeah the start of November. Yeah ridiculous um Mm -hmm. well there we go that is the end of this podcast thank you very much for watching if you're watching on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button we're so close to a thousand subscribers and we get to a thousand subscribers we can start making some money out of this (laughs) 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 well donnie will and he'll divv it out (laughs) 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 but yes make sure you hit subscribe we do premieres for every video that goes live so 7 p.m uh check out on our twitters um we'll tweet out when the videos are going live and you can join the chats and chat with us and watch along with us and we can answer your questions if you have any or we can just chat to you about the players and the team and all that sort of stuff. It's good fun. Um, you can find me on Twitter at RossBow1984. Rob, where can they find you?
2: At JuicyRob, J-U-C-E-E-R-O-B and uh, again, yeah, thank you for everyone that does listen and interact and comments on the YouTube and, and, and replies on Twitter and gives us suggestions and votes in the polls that uh, Cookie been putting out previously but Matt is going to be putting out now. We appreciate it and thanks for listening.
1: Yep. mate where can I follow your Twitter for the uh, all those polls and all the other
0: good uh, academy so stuff the, yeah the polls all the academy stuff will be on at LUFC Academy News and the website is com. and my personal Twitter is at Matty Undersortingham so yeah go and get involved on the polls if you want to have a vote on who we do next week
1: yeah we we'll to think about a few more names for next week. We're going to run out of um, under-23 players soon. we have to be doing the 18s and the 16s. 18s, are bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good as well. Um, but yes, that is pretty much all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading and subscribing and giving us feedback. We love it. It's brilliant. We love doing this. It's just great fun. So until we are back next time, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Rob. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. Goodbye. And we'll see you next time.
0: Later. <laughs> <laughs> most of our stats come from LUFC stats or LUFC data on twitter a very special thanks to Barney Stewart Cook, Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends so
2: many games to play don't care what's on your mind I should have said no but I didn't think that you might